Hello, and welcome to Soapbox Chat, the podcast that looks behind the scenes at the Tunbridge Wells Soapbox Race. Each week, we'll be talking to those involved to find out what goes into making such an incredible event that has now raised over £50,000 for local charities. I'm Giles Payne Phillips, and on this week's episode, the co-founder of the Soapbox Race, Nicole Pierce-Turner, and I talked to the ambassador for the event, internationally renowned British chef, Rosemary Schrager, all about her involvement, her love of the area, and a few tips on what she's been doing to get through lockdown. Anyway, first of all, um, hi, everybody. Hi, Rosemary. (laughs) Don't you love this Zoom business? (laughs) Well, do you know what? I, we were just discussing this, how uh, we're obviously getting used to this new way of working. And actually, I quite like it. How, how are you finding it? Uh, I've had a brilliant time. I just think it's wonderful. You just stay in one place. You don't have to pop. <laughs> yes. Everything's done from here. Everything's done from the kitchen. We're cooking. We're filming. We're doing writing stories, writing books, writing everything. It's brilliant. <laughs> All from one place. Exactly. <laughs> we don't have to go anywhere anymore. So, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so true. So how are you finding lockdown generally? I actually, uh, funnily enough, I think it's because I am incredibly lucky. Because I, I honestly say that, Actually, I've had a good time in the sense, it sounds funny, but I think for me, if I didn't have my little garden, if I didn't have uh, what I have here, if I didn't have the comforts and things, I would have found it a lot. Well, I would have found it impossible. Mm. And I think it's been so difficult for everybody. I would have gone stir crazy if I hadn't been able to have gone outside and things like this. Mm. Um, and I just think it's it's tough. I mean, I, you know, it, obviously, of course, there's moments where it's it's not as easy because you want to be with people and you'd like to communicate with. I'm a communicator. I love to be with people, but um, but when you're made to isolate like this, I've actually got things done that I probably would never have mm. done. So for me, it's been it's been quite a good thing, but I've had enough. I, I want to get, you know, I want to get back out there now. And, uh, you know, I lost, I lost filming and things like that, which is a bit of a shame, but it's all on shelving, but it's all on shelf, but it's just tricky. Mm. So, um, and with somebody like me, who's in the business, I have to keep the exposure up. Mm-hmm. Exposure is everything. So I've had to do my Instagram. I've had to do everything. I've had to teach. So I've had to work really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I've written a book and things like this in the stand to try and get a book published, um, which has been really good. But it's just, it's, you know, I've had to keep myself busy. I've done it. I've done it. Mm-hmm. I haven't set on my bum. Yeah. And it, I guess in some respects, like for me, it's really focused me on particular projects. I've become very focused. Has it done that for you as well? Absolutely. Uh, you know, the thing is, I've been to really be able to concentrate, as I'm sure you mm. have. And as you've just said, and, um, you know, I... <laughs> For me, it's been actually an eye-opener because I've done things I never thought I could write as well. You know, I'm not good, but I never thought I could write. And I never thought, I love, I love, I have a, a little penchant for murders. Ah. <laughs> See? 
I love thrillers. I've, I love I've always, that. I've always loved thrillers. So, do you like so? Do you like fictional crime novels, or are you more into true crime, or both? Okay, no, darling, I'm not into true crime. I, I, I actually, <laughs> I, I am fascinated. Not today. I, not today. <laughs> I'm actually quite interested about people's minds because mm. I think minds are very important. Yeah, um, and I find that really fascinating. Um, but I'm into, I love things like other Christie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Miss I like, I miss my, I like cozy crimes. Okay. <laughs> do you like Columbus? Do you like, did you like Columbus? Is it, was it Columbus? Oh, no. Columbus annoyed me because you always, <laughs> and you thought they're always going to find who done it. And you know, for goodness sake. It was no, annoying. No, no, it was so annoying. It was no, always no. on a Saturday afternoon. Yes. If you got really desperate, be like, oh, Columbus. All right, so, absolutely <laughs> but no i'm into cozy crimes yeah. and sort of feel good cozy crimes where there always has to be at least two murders yeah you would be brilliant as a real life powerful detective chef stroke i could just see that character <laughs> well there was a i sick- would be i would be a very good sleuth you would be brilliant <laughs> so is are you reading is this i don't know is this a is this a, a um is this something you've been you've been reading more crime, or you're actually are you attempting to write something in this genre? No, I can't tell you anything now. Okay. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll keep that quiet. He knows we'll get it out of yeah. her. <laughs> now, Rose, Sounds very exciting. Now, Rosemary, this this series of podcasts is um, to do with the Tunbridge Wells soapbox race. Now, obviously, you've been involved Terrific. heavily in it. And Love you, it. And and I'll, I probably ha- should hand over to um, Nicole at this point and say, you know, how did you first get involved? with the soapbox race? Uh, for me, I, for me, when Nicole phoned me and asked me to do it, um, I wasn't quite sure, <laughs> but then it was quite funny because my personality is kiss me quick. And of course we'd actually just have fun, <laughs> but also I have the personality of, I do take things very seriously as well, but I have this quirky side of pantomime and I love fun. I love children and my, it's my humor. So the thing is, actually I jumped at it in the end. I thought it was absolutely brilliant, but I loved it. I loved the day. I mean, the day was superb. Going down in that soapbox was hysterical. I mean, hysterical. I mean, Nicole, she's a little gem, that one. You are a little gem, how you got that Uh off the ground. Absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. And it's for everybody. What I loved about it was actually the show itself was actually so family orientated. It was so full of life. Um, And what I feel about it, and Nicole will understand, it was the beginning of something really, really good because you could make it absolutely phenomenal with the central soapbox side in there. Like it become a food festival. It can become all sorts of festival with the soapbox. So the folks, I see the soapbox as almost like the integral is the USP, which actually gets you there. But then you have all these other things going on at the same time. And I think it's great fun. I think it's wonderful. (laughs) 
You were amazing. You literally went up and down the the bank on um, the back of Ringpool Man's bike, didn't you? And, oh and you God. went in so many carts. I mean, year one, you were just, <laughs> it was where's Rosemary. You were just phenomenal. And I just remember the launch when we had the launch, the very first one, and Rosemary was just so like high energy and mm. just fun and really passionate, all the things that the soapbox stands for. So well, I think that's lovely it. being an ambassador. But also, it's an honour to be an ambassador because the fundamental thing we need to not forget, charity. Yeah. Now, I think that's the fundamental. I mean, people can be, people can do things as a business. I go a lot, I do go to a lot of shows as a business in terms of, it could be anything from the Great Yorkshire Show, everything. But these are not charities. These are businesses, but they're wonderful. Don't get me wrong. Eat and drink, I do a home and all these things. But when you have something local like that, that really belongs and it's to do with charity raising money. I think, I think it's so. It's seriously to be supported mm. because I think people should understand a lot of work goes on behind the scenes, a lot of volunteers, a lot of things, a lot of money is invested. I think it's it's huge. So I think it needs to be embraced by everybody. The council need to embrace mm. it. Mm. I think everybody needs to embrace it. It's so important. Mm. Oh. I'm, I'm like, where do I, where do I sign? Where, well, I'm like, I want, I say Rosemary for Prime Minister. <laughs> yeah, Nicole. I'll for, tell you. Sorry, sorry, Rosemary. God, God. No, no. I was gonna, no, I was gonna say, Nicole, for for the for our listeners who might not know much about the soapbox race, who may be new to yes. this, can you tell us a little yes. bit of the background to the soapbox race? Yes, thanks, Charles. I mean, it, we launched it. Well, this year would have been our third year, so it would have been our third racing year. So it, it launched, it runs in June, um, and the first year it was launched with myself and Gary Jeffrey. We just wanted to bring something to the town, a bit a bit like the carnival and the festival, but with soapboxes and, you know, raising money. And we worked with West Kent College, um, building chassis, and then business, local businesses race down the track, and whoever gets the fastest time wins, and they all raise money for two of our designated charities. So we had a phenomenal time the first year, very, very busy. The second year, we were unfortunate with the weather. We had those ridiculous winds that literally meant there was a whole bouncy castle village that couldn't go up. But that was, (laughs) you know, in hindsight, I won't be putting up a bouncy castle village anytime soon. So I think, you know, for us as a soapbox race, we've been able to reflect in this lockdown period because we would have been going ahead at the end of June. Rosemary was going to be there with Max Chilton. Um, but actually, it's given us a great time to reflect and talk to our sponsors and talk about people's needs and how an outdoor event might be different next year to what we're used to. So it's been it's been good to streamline things. I feel like we can, can I Can I ask you a question, Nick? Yeah. Uh, how do you see it going forward in terms? How do you see the whole thing? Because I, I, I always think my, my mind is always working over time yeah. and I'm thinking of things to do. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a very creative person, as you've gathered. Yes. So um, how do you see this going? In what area do you see or how do you see it growing? I would love, um, you know, you have the fireworks every year in Tunbridge Wells, which is yeah. a huge event. And you've got Local and Live, which is, you know, a really dear friend and, and colleague, Paul Dunton's event, that's now a charity and is amazing because of all the music it brings to our town. Mm. And I think the soapbox, 
I would love it to be an event that was actually free for people to come to mm. and the community got involved. But there's, you know, as you know, it's at the moment it has to be a business, there's costs involved. It's not far off being that because with the kid, the schools now want to race. So schools want to be involved. Colleges want to be involved. It's a great platform for local charities mm. and, and, you know, also, we were going to support Nourish this year. Nourish has just won one of the Queen's Awards. They've been so integral in recent events. So there's all sorts of amazing things it can do for the town. Um, but unfortunately, certain things still have to be paid for. So yeah. it's at that point. But yeah, you, ha- you have to cover your costs. I'd love it to grow within the schools, within the community, and like you say, get the council more involved. Because um, I think other towns have got their own council mm. soapboxes. Yeah. Know. I think what's going to happen is, I think with the COVID, with Mm. everything going on, Mm. I think for an extracurriculum, it's going to be quite tricky in terms of that. But I think it was, if it was a development to actually help people in some way, like Mm. a promotion of schools, I think that's a fun thing to do because they can build, the children can build these cars. Yeah. They can. They can have such fun, and it's hugely educational. Absolutely, hugely. So I, I definitely would go down that line of being yeah. the educational, and I think it's um, it's such fun, and it brings yeah. the community together. And I think in Tunbridge Wells, I think you need that because definitely. you know there's down here, there's up there. You know, with, we have the penthouse, we got like, it. Shouldn't be separated. Mm. You should be together. And it should bring the whole place together as one. And it does. You're so right. And actually that event is for me as a business owner and yes. someone that's lived it all my life. I was yeah. born and bred in Tunbridge Wells. It's such an amazing thing to bring your community together. Mm. That sense of community is mm. amazing. And if I hadn't had the soapbox, I wouldn't have had that. You know, there's so many connections I wouldn't have made with people that are really people that make quite a big difference to the town. Yes. So I think it's the schools have already spoken with me last week. Fabulous. Totally, it's all going on with the WKISSP, which is the West Kent Independence yeah. uh, State um, Schools Partnership. And they've now got, um, t- it's Wield of Kent have joined and Twigs. Oh, fabulous. So there's now about 10 schools that are already in, and it's growing, and it's going to go on their curriculum, and we're going to do it. That is so great. It's so exciting. I mean, you know, it really is. And, you know, I mean, I don't mind going round to these schools and actually seeing how they're getting on with their bits. They would love that. (laughs) They would love that. You know what I'm like? I never, ever offer you out to anyone, Rosie. (laughs) Or love that, as you know. I mean, that would be an absolute dream for some. Well, if I've got time, I'd love to do that because that's That's something important. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's important. And funny... Yes, funnily enough, because I'm, 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 I'll just quickly tell you, because I'm going, I don't know how long. I mean, when, when I was last with you, when we were opening that in the car showroom, you know, in the Bentley showroom. Yes. Which I love, may I tell you. I still haven't had my Bentley for a week. <laughs> 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 to be honest with you, I'm so scared. I'm scared to take it out. I might chip it. No, no. <laughs> You, listen, I had one for a weekend. If I can do a weekend, you'll be fine. Well, you're joking. I'm not sure because I went to the green Greengrocers the other day. I was coming back. I was doing good works and Hastings for, for basically for a food bank with creating this thing. And I was doing all this stuff, got back and was ready to do cooking for what they can do from this wasted food. 
and got into the shop, forgot to put the brake on. So the car <laughs> went down, hit a post, a write-off at the back. Oh, and could be, no. But you know what? The post still stood. But my problem was, <laughs> my problem was, I didn't go into the A21. Thank God. Because when they came in screaming, saying, is that your car? Because it's rolling down the hill. You've never seen anybody run so fast in all your life. I just love you, Rosemary. Honestly, you're just such a woman after my own heart. It's just, I love speaking to Rosemary. It's like, this life does exist outside of me. There are others of us in this universe that have these momentous things just happen. They just happen. 5,000 pounds later. <laughs> I, always, I always remember pulling up outside where I am, and I've, my offices are opposite where I live. And of course, I'm very lucky Anna works with me and assists me on all sorts of things. And one day I drove back very excited from a meeting and just literally reversed my Range Rover into the brick wall up front. <laughs> and she just came to the door and went, good meeting. I went, yes. And she went, uh, anything you want to tell me? I went, I reversed my car into the wall. She was like, I think the whole, all the farm heard you reverse your car into the wall. It's just, oh, that is awful. That is so yeah. true though. I mean, it's awful. Well, I have to tell you. I'm driving a tiny, I've never driven such a tiny car, but I love it. What, what, what is it? What it's is a it? little borrowed car. It's got, yeah. No, with, with, while they're doing my thing, while they're doing the other car. I don't know what it is. I haven't got a clue. But it's, it's really tiny. nippy and lovely. Yeah, I want one of those. Yes. I love yes. them. I'm so over gonna... big cars. I'm like, so lovely. Oh, my God, yes. I'm over you it. You need a smaller parking Sorry. Thing. Yeah. You need a, yeah, you need a you need a smaller parking place, you need everything. Yeah. I can't believe it. I'm going to have to give it back. It's a real <laughs> <laughs> now Rosemary, think- sorry, sorry, Nicole, I was gonna say um you buy, you guys have both sort of talked about the um, Tunbridge Wells and the community around there and I know Rosemary, you're not from the area originally, you're from London originally, is that right? No, I'm from yes, well, I was I've lived I came from Yorkshire. Right. Okay. I moved down. I moved down from Yorkshire. I've been. I was up north for fifteen years, and then. But I lived in. Uh, I. I. <laughs> I was in North Yorkshire for ten years. Uh, before that, I was in Scotland for six years. So I. I was away, and then I came back down here. I'd never lived down here before. I'd have been in London mm. before that. So. It was very different. So I was coming to my shoes keep on falling off. It was a very different situation coming down here because mm. I wasn't really used to it. And do you know what? I love it. It's lovely. I mean, I love my Yorkshire too. Don't get me wrong. And I'm missing not doing the Great Yorkshire Show this year because I do it every year. I miss that. But, um, I, yes, I've got lots of friends up there. Mm. But you know what? I've made really good friends down here. And it's lovely. I just go where the work is. <laughs> but I have to tell you, I have to tell you, I'm very lucky. Um, and I've got, you know, I, I'm just, yeah, it's, it's just, it's easier for me to be down here. Because mm. when I was up north, I used to drive down, I used to get the train early in the morning from North Allerton. And I used to get down by 9.30. I was in the studio by mm. 10 nearly. And I'd start filming there. And then, of course, but then I thought this went on for years, years and years. And I thought I might as well go down. So then I was looking for a place. And that's why I was offered this, the Pantals, which mm. proved to be so expensive. So anyway, mm. in the end of the day, um, I, uh, 
I decided to move here. And do you know what? Best decision I ever mm. made. I know it's been a difficult time for me in terms of, but as for everybody, quite frankly. Um, and uh, losing the school was very, very difficult. Mm. But you know what? When, I, when you were pounding in money all the time, can't, yeah. you can't go on doing that. You can't. You have to give up. You have to give up. You have to make a, a business decision. Mm. And in the end of the day, it was taken out of my hands anyway. It wasn't mm. my decision. It was Hadlow's, so, you know. And you've still got so much more work to do within schools and within, you know, young adults, children, all of that. And I think sometimes you have to accept that things have to change. The business model to get to that market sometimes changes. And it's, um, unfortunately, with a school, if it starts to take more than it gives, then that's not mm. an equal balance, is it? So, Well, what I'm trying to do is put my accreditation into the colleges yeah that's amazing yeah which is the best way to do it so so it leaves the responsibility away from me it stops all those outgoing stops all that and it makes it work and i'm doing what i wanted to do in the end of the day anyway so you know touch wood will but unfortunately when we're in negotiations lockdown happened didn't it Mm. so it was all so anyway can i I just wanted to ask you, Rosemary, if you, because I know you had some big projects going on for this year, didn't you? I have. I mean, I'm sure you still have. Have you found since lockdown now that that sort of, again, had to restructure what you're doing, but also what you'd like to do? I mean, has anything changed? Yes, it has. Pre-lockdown, Rosemary, you know. (laughs) I'll tell you what has changed. Rather than going to L.A., we do it here, in, in, we do it in the house. I, all my voiceovers for my new program, which is coming out in the autumn, um, is actually to be done here in my bedroom. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. I've, I've, got, I've got LA on, on Zoom. We've got LA on Zoom. I've got yeah. Martin, you know, who, uh, who was with me. Yeah. I've got Martin who takes the editing. So I said to Martin, he should be on the credits. It's so funny. And there I am with the curtains closed in my bedroom, sitting on my bed, where the, the camera is parched on a chair. Oh, it's hysterical. It is hysterical. But that's that's what but when you listen, when you see the film and you hear the voiceover, you wouldn't know it's my no, bed. Exactly. <laughs> I love that though. I love that because some of my most favorite people actors actresses or television sort of you know massive personalities like rosemary or how real they are and now we're coming back to that use of technology where we're all just real you know it's just that you can do it anywhere which is great it's uh i've actually started doing i've started doing children's reading children's books i would love that oh my god i tell you i did the i did the gingerbread man and it was Social media went bananas for Baking Mad for, I did it for uh, Silver Spoon. And it was for, it was, I, I try I was like Doubtfire. It was sitting <laughs> by the fire. Okay, it was going like mad. Oh, And then reading the Gingerbread Band and we had, Thousands and thousands and thousands of hits, and then um, it was it was it was a project for them fronting Baking Mad, and um, it was so popular they've asked me to do the Hungry Caterpillar. Hey. Oh, that's lovely. So I'm going to read children's books now. I've decided I love it. <laughs> well, you're, you need to talk to Giles more because he's obviously written several children's books. Yeah, I've yeah. Loads, so yeah, you know. maybe he should How be one of mine. Giles? Yeah. Oh, wow. You. Which ones have you read? 
Oh, no, no, I, I write them. He's written. He's no, written. Which books. ones have you written? Oh, I see. Charles. Oh, probably none of you've heard of, but um, I, I'll, I'll send on. you some, Rosemary. I'll send you some. Okay. Because actually... <laughs> He's very modest. Brian Blessed. That's all I'm going to say. Brian Blessed. That's <laughs> Brian Blessed. Well, I have to tell you, um, I can't tell you anymore, but I dare I say, I've tried to write a children's have book. Have you? Amazing. <gasps> is, is, there, is there cooking involved in it? <laughs> yes i can't was that, that was like a deliberate non-deliberate freeze then it was like it's yeah, just, yeah. I'm trying, it's just, but yes there's hear, cooking <laughs> did you hear the word trying yeah i bet you'll be great i'm trying i think at the moment for personally what i've enjoyed about well i would say enjoyed loosely but is everyone seems to be being more creative don't you think like uh, those that can, those that can, yeah. even when people are quite restricted with what they can do, we're having to sort of be more creative in our, to adapt, adapting to our surroundings, aren't we? We're all having to do that a bit. Well, what I'm hoping is going to happen, this is what I really hope. Um, I'm hoping people will read more, which mm -hmm. I think is really important. I'm hoping that people will cook, keep the cooking going on, yeah. which is really important. Yeah. I don't want them to drop it because we're going back to unlock. Mm. We're going back. What I really want to see is still trying to cook because mm. cooking has gone through the roof with people. Mm. Mm. And, and I'm hoping it's given them confidence to actually say, yes, you can. And it's far more healthy. And there was this wonderful, wonderful little telephone TikTok type thing, you know, not TikTok. I don't know what it. There was a little girl. She was must have been about three or four, and she was saying, "I'm sorry, you can't take take away." And she cried her eyes out. And then she said, um, "Then she said, um, what about Chinese? No, you can't have Chinese either. And what about deliveries? No, you can't. There's no deliveries either." <laughs> she said, and mother said, she said. Well, you're going to have to eat my food. And she burst into <laughs> That's my house, definitely. It was it was so natural, but so bizarre. And I'm really sorry you'll have to eat my cooking. <laughs> well, do, do you know what? It's funny, isn't it? Because I think as um, we are, it, it's interesting you're saying about food and, and, and actually how food connects us. And how oh, it's terribly important. And how and actually we're having to... Well, we're having to a lot. I mean, we we've always as a, as my family, we've always tried to sit and have a meal together. But I know a lot of families can't do that, or they haven't done that, and they are doing that more and eating together. Mm. And mm. that amazing time that a, an evening meal is for you to actually um, take a look at your day and talk to each other about what's going on in your lives and how food is that connecting thing. Have you found that um, more people are talking to you about that sort of thing? Absolutely. I'm going to tell you um, a little story. I did a program once. We called it "Put the Tray Away." And I went into people's houses. Now, I know this is slightly extreme, but none of them had a dining room table. Wow. Or, I mean, a kitchen table. Mm. So they only ate off their knees. And, in fact, we had to go and buy them tables and things so they could. Now, the people get used to eating off their knees. And if you're looking at television, it all goes. Mm. You're absolutely right. The people, you know, people who eat together, you talk together, you have conversations, see how their day goes. It's when you get to know about how their day has gone. Mm. And that is the opportunity because you might not see them for the rest of the day. Yeah. And I think you're absolutely right, Giles. You really are. I think 
that is one of the most important things to try and keep that going mm. because and, it, and even if you haven't got a table and you do have to eat for your needs you don't have to have the television on no, mm. you can still just eat you know mm. so i think it's really important to communicate with the kids and also you get to know what they're doing what it's all about mm. and they start trusting you really yeah and i think that's terribly important yeah it's mm. terribly important so that's that's a that's a, that's a, one of the other important things eating together mm. yeah and cooking together as well i think that obviously cooking, cooking together, together more eating together well i have this this great show going on every wednesday evening at the moment you can watch it tonight if you want on facebook it's lavoie she's she's um she's a drag queen she's a beautiful drag queen and i cook with her every wednesday Amazing. for an hour and we do tonight we're doing sushi together oh, oh yeah. wow Ooh. i'm so yeah. good to watch that What's so it's, it's on evening? facebook live brilliant. facebook brilliant and it's at six o'clock Oh, brilliant. So that. That's it. So we we all we do is while lock time we try to make people smile. So we've done things like um, sausage rolls. Um, I mean, all biscuits, all brilliant. Stuff. And do you know what? It's great. Last week we did a quick curry, and so this week we're doing sushi. Sushi. That now that that to me sounds like a tricky thing to be to be. No, prepared. it's easy. Is it's it? Easy. Yeah, you don't even have to get. If you go out to the supermarket, get yourself some sushi rice and look up the recipe. You'll see what you need: a bit of salmon, and yeah. it doesn't matter. You have anything, and then you don't have to have the mat if you have. Well, that's got what the mat. I was thinking. The mat, you see. no, no, you don't need to have the mat. All you need is a tea towel, cling wrap, put it on. That's all you need. Okay, so you can do it without a mat, but I've got a mat. But I'll show them without a mat yeah, too. Yeah. So basically you don't have to have anything at all and then you have sushi and it's so healthy i've even started making my own um pickled ginger this morning have you so, oh lovely yes so i'm going live i reckon about 12 o'clock on pickled ginger <laughs> so if you want to see me live on facebook pickled ginger how I, to do it we're big fans of kimchi in our house as well oh lovely yeah yeah lovely. great and, and like you say very feels very fresh and 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 i just i don't know i just love that sort of yeah vietnamese Me, cooking and stuff this is great i love vietnamese i love mm. vietnam though i love vietnam full stop oh my god we went up to sapa and which is gorgeous where we had the most best food ever um in fact just last week i wore my vietnamese my hat my lovely uh, farmer's hat while doing it it was quite cool Oh. very cool <laughs> no my, but i have to tell you it's good so i go my daughter who's eight nearly nine has been like she's been really wanting to try and sort of bake things and cook oh, but, but really not your sort of traditional baking with me rose me as you know what, i went on your show once she'll get things like she'll get the nutella she'll get the thing of Nutella and then she'll take out little drops and she'll put them into little pots and then she'll put them in the freezer and make them into like little chocolate drop pots. And then she'll do other things like she'll bake cookies and she, but she sort of mixes it all in. It's all like her getting creative. I've just been letting her go with it. That's great. As long as she's, but she makes all these little lollies and all these other little yes. snacky things, which yes. is, but it's she would never have been interested in that before lockdown. So it's interesting you say like people getting more involved. I'd probably do more with her than I would do normally because yes. I'm not a natural 
good. <laughs> That's so good. That's yeah. so. But it's. Like, I always loved. Did you ever watch the Vicar of Dibley? Yeah. Yes. Right. I always loved. What was her name? That actress, and she used to come up with the most wonderful inventions with her cakes and her things. And she said, and I thought that was. So fabulous. Oh, yeah, I didn't remember, remember that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I do now. I yeah. absolutely loved it. You know, it would be like strawberry with pizza or something. It would be <laughs> like, you know, she'd do something really, really weird. But I thought that was so creative and fun. Thinking. Is that, is that with you, when you cook though, does that, because I always think that's, I have a friend who does that, a young man, male friend who, he cooks, he just gets everything. I imagine you, you're probably like this rosemary, but just gets everything out and it's almost like creating an orchestra. I'm, I'm oh, very, very, I'm, yeah, your spice rack. <laughs> like you're in a is, shop. Um, you're in look, a shop. The shop and, of rosemary. And also, look at they're, that. They're double. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. That's a thing. Yeah, it is a thing of beauty. So that we're, is we're currently, beautiful. This is not very radio my... friendly, but this is um, obviously um, Rosemary's sort of spice. Is it spice rack? Amazing. Is it all spices? Or what else? All, oh, hang on. How do I do this? That's like well, you a are. Spice see, you are showing us. Yeah, no, we can see. So you've got fl- flour as well on there. It's amazing. <gasps> Rosemary, you would not be able to have my daughter around to see you. She would be going through that like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> I got that. She, I love she, the pretty thing, so. Yeah. It's amazing. I love that. Yeah, she she also managed to cover my French bulldog's face in flour, which was not so good. I came off a of Zoom and came into the kitchen and my French bulldog just had a totally white flour face, which was all sort of crustifying. So it's but I this, love that. But she's been, it's been great, this expressing more and actually just trying to cook things that you would normally just maybe cheat on and just go out and buy. I've sort of been trying to explore a bit more, so it's fantastic. Yeah, I don't scrap, think there's yeah. anything wrong, though, in, in, in being creative like that. Yeah. You know, in melting a bar down, for instance, a yeah. Mars bar, just melt it down. Yeah. And just put it, set it in a thing and put some Rice Krispies in it. How delicious is that? So, <laughs> I mean, you could, you could do anything. You could do anything with anything. You know, for me, I think anything goes experimental is what it's all about yeah anything goes that's a, that's a good mantra for life anything anything goes i've I mean, got I, i've got one more one more rosemary ask while we're on yeah, this yeah. i'm gonna get Go my rosemary, rosemary out of me so what how is the best hot chocolate drink made i cannot uh, make a good hot chocolate drink okay there's got to be okay. a craft there is a craft i bet you get yourself some hot chocolate, some buttons. Yeah, one of some oh, of those buttons. Okay. Milk or dark? You, uh, oh, dark for me. Always yeah. dark. Oh, dark. Uh, okay. Or you can put sugar in if you want, but always dark. So you get some, you get some, put them in a cup. Yeah. Um, boil some milk. Okay. Boil full fat milk or yeah. milk. Just about it. Um, and pour the milk on top. Now, the most important thing is do not stir. Do not touch it. Do not have anything to do with it for about a minute. <gasps> All right? Odd. <laughs> you then you Then you stir it. The whole thing stirs in, okay? And then you either add a bit of sugar if you don't like it, you know, like that, because I like it like that, or um, that's it. 
but it's very important to leave it to melt rather than stirring it. Mm. Okay, because what happens is with chocolate, if it's on too high a heat, it can go grainy. If you let it melt、uh-huh. slowly on its own, it will create its smoothness. All right. Oh, thank you.、Mm, just a little bit of tip. Thank <laughs> you. That's a brilliant tip. I need a whole book. <laughs> That's another thing. That's another thing to talk about.、Yeah. Ah, books, <laughs> books, books. The guide to just you know general anything. But we we're um anyway we I mean we're so excited to have you on board next year、uh, again. Nick, I'm so you- excited. There's one thing I'd like to ask you before we stop. Actually, is go on, Charles.、Yeah. Charles is bringing it back. Come、yeah. on, Charles. Come on, Gabriel. Bring、okay. it back in the room, Charles.、Um, <laughs> Obviously, Rosemary, you are a bundle of energy.、Mm-hmm. How, how do you? F- and it looks like that you're always trying to keep busy.、Mm-hmm. Do you find not being busy difficult? Oh God, yes. Yeah, I would not. I mean, for instance, I've now got a kitchen outside. Okay, I've made myself、right. a little kitchen, which、oh, is、lovely. really, really important.、Um, if I, I think. See, my mind works a hundred to the dozen, okay,、um, and it's not—it's not an OCD thing at all. It's just I like to be active.、Mm. I'm an active person, but don't get me wrong. I can sit on the sofa like anybody and watch a film, and maybe watch two films, or maybe, maybe I'm going to. Binge watch a program <laughs> for about twelve hours. <laughs> Brilliant! I can, I can do that, but there has to be a good purpose to do that.、Mm-hmm. For instance, I tell you a good purpose. I watched the wonderful program called Calling Saul. Yes, yes. brilliant. Yeah, that is Now, good. Better call Saul. Way, better call Saul.、Yeah. The only way to watch that is binge watch it. So yeah. I binge.、Yeah. I、yeah. love it, great, but that was a purpose. Yeah, I'm the same. That was about, and my granddaughter,、um, we she came to stay. Oh, quite a long time ago, actually. But I said, look, I can't watch these witch things. These what I said, <laughs> they witch. I can't. She said, Grandma, don't worry. I said the only way we can watch it is binge watch it. So let's sit down. So we sat all day and we watched all the films. Do you know it was brilliant? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Li- I do like a bit of binge watching myself as well. Yeah, where are you going? Yeah, Nicole's moving. I'm just moving. plugging back in. Sorry, because I'm losing everyone a bit. Did your、um, battery go? Did your battery go? Okay. Do you want to say goodbye to me now? Yes. So, well, hang on. Well, Unless you've got another serious question, Charles, have you got another no, serious? No, I've got no more. See, I'm out of serious questions. I, no, I was going to say I, I can. It's it's brilliant to talk to you, as you know, as you could. Yeah, and I'm sure Nicole will agree. Um, you oh, know, you that's are, so nice. You are always wonderful company, and I think I can. You know, I know that you.、Um, Are exactly the sort of person who's perfect for for the soapbox race because you are、totally. just you know I know、um, obviously you, you you're very fond of the area and the community and and,、mm. and obviously all the the energy you put into and you throw into everything that you do so I know、um, I speak for Nicole as well when you say how how grateful we are that you're involved. Yeah. Well, you know, thank you, and I'd like to say something myself too. Is that Nicole? You have what happened last year with your leg, for instance. Or was it your ankle? It was my leg and my foot. Yeah. yeah. So what, for anyone who doesn't know, what what can you tell tell just tell the listeners what happened to you, Nicole? 
Well, and I wasn't meant to be test driving it myself. It was meant to be a kind of almost stuntman <laughs> test driving it. And I didn't have my helmet on as securely. I didn't double pop it. And then we crashed at the bottom and I fractured my leg and I broke my foot in three places, uh, three metatarsals. But uh, the, worse than that, the next day. So I ended up in A&E on the night before the race with Gary Jeffrey, the other founder of the soapbox, and literally the next day just hobbled around on it because I just had to. And Rosemary was amazing. She kept going, just sit down, make her sit down. But I think Rosemary and I are slight kindred spirits in the fact that we just get on and do. And, Which is know. easy. But it was, yeah. just, it was a very stressful day. I mean, people won't, you know, people won't um, not want to hear this. You, It was a stressful day because... And, you know, it was raining, it was windy, it was horrible. Mm. Um, but I do think that you have been amazing and I oh. really want you to succeed in this. And I really want people to get behind you. Thank and you. I mean that sincerely from the bottom of my heart because you really do deserve that. You deserve support and you deserve everything that uh, that comes your way. You Thank really you do. Thank you, Rosemary. I mean that. I mean that, Nicole. I know you do. You're, very, I mean you're a very lovely human being. And we fully support you everything you're doing i mean I th- i'm thinking i'm thinking next year's soapbox little outdoor kitchen little stage maybe <laughs> doing a few. you should you should um, that's what i'm thinking i'm not bar. gonna i'm putting it out a there sushi bar. Yeah, we sushi could have bar. decks we could have decks we could have rosemary there doing some cooking we, there's all sorts of things we can do so that's the fun bit so that's what we're going to start doing for the soapbox we would have been uh, the end of this I month def- and i do get think the fun back in it yes but i do think nicole um, yeah if you don't mind me saying, is that also I think the people who watch this, if they have any ideas, because, you know, sometimes you don't think of it all, that maybe they can send some ideas to Chatty Hatter. Yes, we'd love that. Hello at chattyhatter.com for any ideas, any collaborations. I really love collaborating with other people very much about, you know, if people got good ideas and they want to get involved with this in any way, that's the total way forwards because for me it's just a platform to bring us all together as a community I do it because I love it it's not something you know my PR agency is my my work but this is it's a business at the moment but it's there for all of us to enjoy so yeah any ideas send them send them to us okay you heard her everybody you heard her okay do it do it thanks Rosemary agent as well yeah thank you so much Oh, it's a pleasure. And you make sure you tell everybody about my Instagram. I'm going to watch you tonight. I can't wait. Sushi. Oh, that's, Facebook. that's Facebook. That's Come Facebook. On, I yeah, can only Facebook. imagine what tonight's going to be like. I'm going to watch it. Okay, darling. All right. Okay. It'll, be, it'll be a car crash, but brilliant. I know it will. It'll be amazing. It always is with you. Thank All right, you darling. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take thank care. You so much. Have a wonderful day. It's, guys, it's lovely to see you. And you. You take care. Yeah, you okay. too, Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. find out more or to get involved in the Tunbridge Wells Soapbox Race 2021, please contact Chatty Hatter by email. The address is hello at chattyhatter.com.